Oh, he doesn't live in Tennessee. He lives right here in the Milwaukee area. But I'm going to have him say one word, one word, and then I'll have you guess who it is. In. Say it again. Tahin. Yes, of course, Chef Michael Fecker joining us in the studio. Now, the reason you're here, beyond the fact I just love hanging out with you, surprised you haven't taken over the show yet. Is that your goal? I love you. Yeah, I love you too. All right, and... Um, Let's get, let's get it out of the way. The restaurants that you own and operate. Good morning, everybody. Il Mito in Wauwatosa, Il Mito Cafe in Delafield, Zesty in Heartland, and Dobie's uh, Steak and More in St. Francis. Yes, great locations. I've eaten at two of them, and uh, great food. Thank you. And uh, we've known each other for a couple, few years now, and uh, we both, well, as I'm saying that, I'm looking and I'm seeing a bottle of Aperol. Yeah, and we were both in Italy totally. this this uh, this September and the have, Tuscan have, have, spritzer with Aperol and oh, uh, yeah, I know yeah. It's, it's, it's it's so refreshing and such a simple drink, Steve. Yeah, it's just one liquor, which is basically blood orange liqueur and a sparkling. That is the wonderful holiday holiday get. You throw an orange drinks. slice in that sucker, and it's done, fantastic. Done. And by the way, everybody, freeze your orange slices. And drop it in the glass, and then pour the uh, aperol and everything on it. You'll suddenly I never change thought everything. Of that. You already dropped a hot tip in the first. You minute. better believe it. I love these guys that are listening. Wow! Ladies, All right, so yeah. people say, "Why are you here?" So you, we had the opportunity. We're fully admitting it's recorded, but we had the opportunity to record a holiday special. So full hour of Fecker and Scafidi. That's right. I'm like the secondary. No, no, no. It's the other way around, Steve. <laughs> I don't think so. You're being so humble. I but, love you. But we t- we're going to talk about all like the holiday stuff. I, I just listened to it yesterday, and we did our final editing. It is amazing. Everybody, whether you're doing a cozy gathering or a huge event, it doesn't matter. We have a lot of things to share with you. My experiences professionally, individually, with family and home. Remember, I'm first a man, a husband, a father, then a chef. So I go through many things that you guys go through, and I would love to share that with you. Steve as well has a lot of tips, that, and his questions are straight to the point and make me share what I know about the things that is going to help you. I think he just called me a brilliant question asker. asker so You are. Yeah. I think I absolutely you are. All right, because I like fun, and I like things that just happen. Let's, we can actually get text if people have holiday questions. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the things that we discussed on our recorded special, which will air throughout the holiday season right here on WTMJ. Mm-hmm. So we talked about some recipes. You keep dropping this cranberry one on me, and people always, everywhere I go, what's that cranberry recipe? Do you know why? You know what? I think everybody loves that recipe. It is so simple. Steve, it is so simple. Few ingredients. It is not overwhelming and intimidating. Sometimes you read these ingredients. There's so many ingredients in one recipe. You say, I don't want to spend two and a half hours making one dish. Is simple better? Absolutely. Especially during the holidays, I want everybody to know. You got to promise me, everybody, you put your name on top of the guest list because you need to pamper yourself. Make your gatherings with a mission, and the mission is getting everybody around the table, breaking bread, and truly, truly being grateful for what we've blessed. Once we do it like that, we look at everything as pampering. I love the uh, the comment you made when we were doing the recording for the holiday special. You talked about um, making things easy, but also being inclusive, including letting guests bring dishes to pass. Absolutely. Like the potluck idea. Totally, and making them involved in the creation of flavors. Because a lot of us, for example, we are so focused in what we need to do in the kitchen the day of the event. When somebody comes in the kitchen, oh, my God, now they're going to talk to me. I'm going to lose my focus. Totally the opposite. 
Can you chop that onion for me? I'm so behind. Can you do this here? Can you do that? Get them involved and time passes a lot faster and you don't lose your uh, mind by telling everybody, get out of the kitchen. One question that just popped up is, like, how, how far ahead, and I know we talked about this during the special, how far ahead do you start planning this stuff? Like, Christmas is Monday, but you may you have a Christmas Eve, you might have a Saturday night before or a Wednesday party. How far ahead? Depending on the size of your party, you should plan as advanced as possible. It doesn't matter if it's six people or it's 60 people. Some people start planning a month before, you know, mm -hmm. but some people do it a few days before. Those people that do it a few days before, they're totally in a chaotic, you know, surrounding and chaos is what drives them. Some of us are good at that. Some of us are not. Uh, I got this on the old National Bank talking text line. Tell the chef I made the cranberry recipe for Thanksgiving Day and we all loved it. I added a half cinnamon stick to it. Thank you, Dan. Ooh, yes. What a nice touch. For the folks who are, are curious about that, give us the recipe real quick. The recipe is basically some frozen or fresh cranberries, white wine, sugar, and that's it. And some lemon juice. That's it. All together in a pan, cover it, let it slowly simmer. You have a cranberry sauce because cranberry has pectin. It releases itself and it thickens up. And we produce cranberries right here in Wisconsin. The largest producer of cranberry in the United States. You know, guys, who took over Wisconsin? We used to be in the world. China. Mm. China took over Wisconsin as far as cranberries. But our cranberries are phenomenal. I'm a fan of dried cranberries. Love it. I, I love cry, uh, dried cranberries. But I also, on a salad, too. Oh, of course, because you have that sweet mm -hmm. and that tanginess and the acid. All right, uh, from the 262, I'm having 24 people for prime rib dinner on Christmas. Yes. I'm 81 years old and would like to know the easiest way to cook them. I want you to take the size of your prime rib and make that your main focus. Let's say it's 10 pounds. You're going to put that prime rib at 500 degrees in the oven for 20 minutes. And if you want your prime rib medium rare all the way through. After the 20 minutes, you bring down your temperature to 200. And the same way I told you about the turkey, you go 12 minutes per pound. That's going to give you an amazing prime rib. From the old National Bank talking text line, the questions are coming in, as they always do when you're on the show. We're talking to Chef Michael Fecker, who is a uh, restaurateur, all-around smart guy and a nice guy as well. Um, do you still do public cooking classes like you did years ago in partnership with a local restaurant supply firm? Absolutely. And I also do private cooking classes in my own restaurant Captain at the Chef's Counter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's a great thing to just use as an appreciation for one another. Please, please, please pamper yourself, guys, whether it's with me or anywhere else. You deserve it. You deserve it. Uh, another question. Can you can you make the prime rib ahead of time and then just warm it up, or does it need to be fresh? That is a genius idea. Oh, yes, you can. Absolutely, you can. So this is what I would do. If you're going to do it for later warming, then I would go 10 minutes per pound the first time and then add another uh, 30 minutes of really high 500 degrees the day that you want to serve it. So it's going to crust the prime rib for you and gently warm it up. And that's it. What's your favorite? And everybody's different, right? It's subjective. What's right. your favorite dish during the holidays, if you have one? I'm doing one right now for our holiday season for Christmas party that we have at my house. And it's prime rib and New York strip. I leave the whole strip because it's very low in fat content, but it has a fat cap. 
It melts and goes into it, and it's easy. Nobody's got to fight with, oh, this is too fatty. That is too fatty. There's too much grizzle. It's just pure, beautiful, tender meat. Chef Michael Fecker joining us in studio on this Thursday edition of WTMJ. Now, a couple more questions coming in. If you have a question for the chef, 855-616-1620. We'll take a break here. You're listening, of course, to a holiday edition because the chef's here. Love you all. Chestnuts roasting. Oh, yes. The late Tony Bennett. <clears throat> Beautiful song. You know, I, t- I told the story last week. So I used to live in San Francisco. And in San Francisco at this time of year, there are roasting chestnuts all over the place. So my Uh-oh. wife and I straddle up. We were new- newlyweds. Yeah. Had ourselves some roasted chestnuts. Gross. Couldn't, couldn't eat them. Especially by Fisherman's Wharf. I couldn't eat them. Yeah. They were gross. Yeah. And I like nuts. I know, I know. They're totally different. The texture is different. Mm, Everything is different. Not a fan, but yeah. I love the song. And yeah. I love Tony Bennett. And I, my, one of my great thrills of my life was I got to see him perform here in Milwaukee. All right, so let's talk about that other part of the holiday, the drinking part. And we live in Wisconsin, let's be honest. Uh, from the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, any suggestions for an easy holiday punch that I can serve? What a great idea. You know what? Even... Our drinks should be simplified, and we should bring the party and the guests into it. I am a big believer in creating a well-stocked mixer and liquor bar and wine and let the guests make it for themselves because that way they have ownership of what's going on, and they feel comfortable. You break the ice by doing that. See, that's what I said because we all we have a bar set up, mm-hmm. not just for parties. We don't have it always set up, right. although we do have a, a bar in one of our parts of our house, but... Let the guests make the drink they want. Totally. And you have everything there. They can, you know, you obviously have have to have all this stuff. Steve, you break the ice immediately. They have a sip and they enjoy themselves. Oh, I made this. Everybody loves to make their own drinks. All right. So what would you throw in a holiday punch? punch. Now, the punch. I would take three of your favorite liquors. Vodka is great because it's very, very, very plain as far as flavor. It's not overpowering. Rum Rum. is great. It's a phenomenal one. one. Yeah. And another one that I would use would be either tequila if you want that tequila flavor Why not? or some brown um, colors, yes. such as a nice whiskey or a bourbon Brandon. or something. Yeah. yeah, Your fruit juice of your favorite fruit juice and mint. Mint. Fresh mint? Fresh mint. Just slap them so you release the natural oils and throw them in there. As it's sitting there, it starts releasing its flavor. It is probably the most refreshing. Or if you want to go over and above, throw in a couple of rosemaries in there. So that's all I would do. And just balance the sweetness with the juice. How about the folks that cut in like slices of orange and cherries? And- we are going very much into sangria and that Spanish concept of a sangria. That is wonderful. But if I were you, because it's Christmas, I would do Wisconsin apples, pears, some raisins in there. Those kind of things that is all about Wisconsin. Uh, from the old National Bank talking text line, can you tell me how to make bacon wrapped fillets on a gas grill? Great, great, absolutely. So you get your fillets pre cut or you cut them yourself and you cut them to the thickness of a bacon, no more. And then you roll the bacon around it and you put a toothpick at the end of the bacon so it doesn't open up anymore. Now your concern is going to be how do I brown the bacon? That's where you put it on the grill first. And you just keep rolling it until the bacon starts rendering fat. And once that is done, then you're going to go two minutes per side on your bake, on your tenderloin, and you have a beautiful medium rare. Are you like a, a coals versus gas grill snob, or does it matter to you? Not at all. Not at all. I think gas grill has its own purpose, and coal has its own purpose. I have a much more control on a gas grill to create various zones in the grill. Cold, medium, very hot. And by the way, for your bacon wrap tenderloins, 
one of the ones that I truly believe in is really good is Omaha Steaks. I don't know what they do. I've had them. They're they're amazing. They're phenomenal. I don't know what they do, but it's great. It's tender. It's well-seasoned. It's all done for you, basically. And I know what you're doing there, because right now, if they go to the OmahaSteaks.com, $30 off your order, and there's a site-wide sale going on. So I love it. Well done, you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to do it. I just sent out two boxes the other day, and they're and they're uh, they're selling like crazy because it's a great holiday gift. Who doesn't like? Here's the great thing: it shows up at your front door, and you could be cooking it later that day. It sees it's everything is done for you. I mean, it's phenomenal. Look, we pay a lot of times for no reason for convenience. That is the main actor of your plate. Why not get it done and enjoy just focusing on the technique of cooking it? All right. So this one is very specific. What's the best way to make a prime rib in an air fryer? Okay, I guess this question lends itself to the prime rib already being sliced. So basically, it's a big piece of prime rib. The reason you're probably using it is you want to use that intense heat of an air fryer. Very high on your air fryer. Rub your prime rib with a little bit of olive oil, sufficient amount of salt and pepper, and go into the air fryer and just let it go for four or five minutes. Don't turn it. Don't flip it. Nothing. Four to five minutes and let it go. Pull it out, let it rest. You have another beautiful medium rare. Chef Michael Fecker joining us in studio as we're kind of teeing up the holiday and, and our holiday special, which, which will run throughout the Christmas to New Year's period. And you'll have to uh, look at WTMJ.com to see exactly when it runs. I, I We edited it yesterday, yeah. Chris or Charlie and I. It's fantastic. Wonderful. And I'm not just saying that because we did it. There's a lot of information in there. We're going to have some website links. Yes. Uh, somebody asked if you have a social media uh, address you can give out. As many as you want. You know, I love being out there with you guys and be a part of your life. Chef Fecker is basically at Chef Fecker on my Twitter, now called X. Again, is Chef Fecker on Facebook. Ilmito has its own Facebook as well, Ilmito uh, slash Facebook. And I have a TikTok that I'm working on because I love to TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about a little bit. This is another one of our, our big segments on the holiday special before we get to the next break. Appetizers. You, you not only tell us the right number of appetizers, but what the, some of the things you should be thinking about. Steve, I think if you really go that avenue, the best kind of parties for me is the stand-up party that everybody mingles. So appetizers have a huge part of really making everybody enjoy themselves. So you mean like instead having... of sitting down, it's all appetizers? Beautiful. Like 10 different appetizers, 5 different appetizers. Your cheese, your charcuterie and everything, a little bit of dip. That's already 3, 4 of them done. Your charcuterie board with the mortadella, salami, you know, pepperoni, whatever you want to do. That's already three different flavors. You know, keep it simple. Enjoy yourself and really focus on pampering one another. Give me an easy app idea for, for Christmas. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Toasted bread. Bruschetta fresh is tomatoes, phenomenal. onions. Bravo. Oh. Uh, fresh tomato. This is what I want you to do. Toast the bread first. Take a garlic clove. Rub it on the toasted side so you get the natural oils. Diced tomatoes. On the side, you put a bowl of diced tomatoes with basil in the middle, bread around it, let your guests do it. Otherwise, it's going to get mushy anyway. Yeah, now you're making me hungry. Um, Steve, please ask the chef, what are the best seasonings for prime rib? Prime rib. Salt, pepper. You can't go wrong with it. I, believe, I promise you, if your meat is the quality that I know you're probably going to be getting anyway, you don't need anything more than salt and pepper. And you've got to be generous with the salt because that's a big piece of meat there. But if you want to put other flavors on it, I like fresh herbs. I infuse my oil with a little bit of uh, the herb, and then I brush the primary with the oil and put it under the 
salamander or the air fryer gentleman question. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, one more before the break. Uh, Chef Becker, my grandson wants a Greek chicken. I've never made it, and time is of the essence. What's your advice? It's Love lemon. Your advice. Merry Christmas. Lemon and rosemary. That's really what Greek that's chicken it? is all about. Is That's all it is. You know, they l- use lemon a lot. And if he wants a chicken, you got to share with me with another text what part of the chicken does he want. Does he want the whole chicken or does he want the specific cut of breast, thigh, so whatever? Are you squeezing the lemon on it or what are you doing? Yeah. The best thing to do is to put some lemon slices cut in rounds under the skin and rosemary under the skin, salt and pepper, rub it with olive oil, sear it. That's <laughs> it, it. I love this question. How does a chef keep all this stuff in your brain? I got a big head. <laughs> All right, after the break, it's not just what you eat, but who's at your party. The chef has some thoughts. Huge. All right, we'll do that next. Oh, we're celebrating Christmas together, at least the uh, run-up to Christmas, which is Monday of next week. And joining us in studio is the guy, Michael Factor, chef extraordinaire. Love you. That's good, and we we love you. The fact that you come in, uh, some specific questions. Then I want to get to this other question, which which is a, a lot of people are thinking about this during the holidays. So a couple of real specific ones. Um, best local place for uh, infused olive oil. Well, that means they're adding things to the olive right. oil. Right, they're they're flavoring it with certain outside ingredients. So the best ones that they usually do for you, it's there is a company, there is a store called Oro Doliva, O R O. Doliva is D apostrophe O L I V O, Doliva. So basically, the golden olive oil. Mm-hmm. So they have many different flavors, but I'm going to give you a two minutes or less than that quick way of making quick olive oil flavored. You're going to take a little bit of good vegetable oil. You're going to heat it up. You're going to throw your rosemary, your chili, your thyme, whatever you want in there. All right. As it's lukewarm, you let it go until your herbs get a little bit brown. As it's lukewarm, you turn, pour it into an extra virgin olive oil. You slowly mix it around. You got veg, you got olive oil that is flavored now. Mm. Why don't you do that with the olive oil, chef? Why don't you heat up the olive oil? Because after 212 degrees, olive oil loses its pungent flavor. I you don't want to do that. that. Yeah. That. You don't want to do that. You use the vegetable oil to get the flavor and then combine. All right, a couple quick ones. Best way to, to bake a stuffed rolled pork loin. I love that question. Remember, pork loin, very low fat content. So what you put in it is very important. That has a little bit of fat. And you begin by searing it hot for 30 seconds per side and low and slow from there on. Uh, last one before we get to another topic. Um, I'm doing a whole chicken. Should I cut it up? Or cook it whole? Oh, my God, no. Leave it whole. You're going to uh, keep all the juices together and make sure you put love into the cavity of the chicken, such as rosemary, lemon, salt, pepper. The cavity may be empty right now, but you're going to infuse it and fill it with flavor. All right. One of the fun things we talk about our holiday special, which is one of the reasons you're here, we're, gonna, we're, we're teasing a, a great hour with Chef Becker that we recorded last week, which is amazing. And, and it's all the holiday questions, some recipes. We're going to yes. link, link on WTMJ.com to some of that stuff. It's not just what you make at a party. It's who's invited to the party. Totally agree with you. Because remember, if energies don't blend, the link is missing. Once there is no link in, in energy, it's all apart. But once you invite the proper people that complement each other and love being surrounding, surrounding each other, the party is going to take care of itself. So are you telling me don't invite grouchy people? Look, the grouchy people can be invited together together. 
all together? We have a grouchy all night. All the grouchy people together? Is that what we're doing? You're going to have a grouchy oh, night. Oh, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, you know, it's not just about grouchy. You know, some people just for some reason don't get along. Don't get along. I think you work so hard to create an event to gather around the table. And if the table is not really in used because nobody wants to sit around it, then what's the point? Uh, goofy one. Do you wear a chef's hat while you're cooking on Christmas? If you haven't seen me, I know I got to keep my long hair out. So I do wear a chef <laughs> yeah, hat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, trust me. Not long hair. Yeah. Less hair Ain't than I have. It. Less, <laughs> less hair than I have. So what, let, let's, I mean, let's take it away from cooking and, and, and being a chef. Uh, what are you most looking forward to this Christmas? This Christmas is make, I mean, I am so excited. We have a large party, only family, just catching up, you know, sharing love, sharing few gifts here and there, which is really the thoughtfulness of it. That's what gifts are for me, you know, especially many of us are so blessed. Like, what do you get somebody that has everything? I think love is the one. The love is the key. So what I'm looking forward to is cooking for the gathering, sitting around the table, breaking bread, and making up for the lost time because we don't get to see each other that often. Somebody else asked this question earlier on the text line, and it's a good question. So do you give, when you're giving during the holiday, do you give food relays or you just kind of get away from that? No, I don't. It depends on the person. For example, I know one of my friends, she's a bourbon lover. So I have access to knowing what bourbons are. Then I go get a bottle of bourbon that I know he's going to enjoy. Another one loves cooking. So I get her frying pans, pots, Pans, those kind of things, or a set of knives, for example. Sometimes you don't need to get a set of knife. Just get one good knife. Merry Christmas, my friend. And as I said, one of the reasons you're here today, besides all the great advice, is that we did a holiday special, and it is one of the best specials I've done here at WTMJ. Thank you, Steve. It's that loaded, means a lot. It, it's loaded with all the tips, some of the ideas we just talked about, some yeah. recipes. We're yeah. going to link all that to WTMJ.com and your websites. Your website, quickly. Chefficker.com. Or any of the restaurants.com. Look, by the way, the holiday doesn't end just because the holiday season. Our holiday is going to follow through through the entire. So listen to this uh, special that we have done for you and enjoy the recipes. Use the recipes. And I'm always here. I'm your personal chef. And so is Steve. So we got you. I can't cook. You. I can't cook a thing. That's why I go to your restaurant. That's why he got me. <laughs> <laughs> chef Michael Fecker, everybody. I love you, everybody. Happy the New Year and Merry Christmas.